Welcome back to Box Office Breakdown. I'm your host, Sarah Stratton, and we are about to talk about a lot of numbers and maybe say some goodbyes. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Box Office Breakdown. Okay, how to even begin. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We are, of course, going to do our show where we talk about all the numbers in the box office, some highly disappointing ones from this weekend. What's yeah. coming out next week? We're going to play some games, but we also have some announcements. Oh, yeah. <sighs> How do you yeah. begin? If you guys saw our show last week, you might have heard a bit of a farewell message, I'll slash hiatus, and that is for myself, JTE, and Tom. We have been having some scheduling issues. As you might have noticed, we I are on Tuesday right now <laughs> instead of Monday. Um, we have loved it here. We love the Popcorn Talk. We love it. Sister Networks, mm -hmm. BHL, AfterBuzz. Everyone's been amazing. But we are just too busy. Well, you know, people are just, it's its tough. You know, it's, like I said last week, this, this show, uh, you have to do it within two days. It's only a two-day window. Mm -hmm. Can't sit back on doing a Thursday night because everybody knows the numbers already by then. Mm -hmm. it's just it's contingent on that, so it's tough, you know. And but they'll still be able to find us elsewhere. I'm still on. If you go to AfterBuzz, I do Game of Thrones. Yep. I do Anatomy mm -hmm. of a Movie. JTE also has shows he does. Yeah, you can still find me. Obviously, me and Finstocker on Schmoes every once in a while. Yeah. Um, Screen Junkies, my own YouTube channel, JT Movie Thinks, mm -hmm. um, and on Twitter, SchmoesJT. We're still going to be around. Um, mm -hmm. I love popcorn talk. You know, when we started this, like it's been almost two years now. It yeah. just, it's insane. It's damn close to I, two years. I can't believe it's been that long. It feels like I've only been doing it for a few months. Yeah. Just I mean, because I had so much fun coming here every week and doing it. Yeah, I was just working with you guys on a, on exactly. a consistent basis, you know, mm -hmm. and giving, uh, you know, the fans what they were looking for. And, you know, it's tough with a box office show. Uh, it's not very entertaining because you all talk about numbers, but we made we made it entertaining for people and, you know, tried to uh, bring the best funny forward. And I think we did a good job of that. And you all have met Stephen before. He's guested yep. on our show and he is working so hard to find he already has people lined up, great options who are going to take over this mm -hmm. show, who know their stuff, who are fun and intelligent and have their own kind of spin on what the box, how yeah. the box office should be talked about. Mm -hmm. So Stephen's probably going to keep you guys updated on that later in the week. I'm really excited just by hearing the options they've said. Some people yeah, that I really I'm respect. I'm excited to like, see so. where they take, because we took the show and we made it our own. Mm -hmm. And I yeah. think whoever comes in is going to do the same exact thing. They're going to make it their own. It's going to bring a lot of new energy to the show, and I'm really excited to see how it turns out. It's gonna be a little uh, different, but just give it a couple yeah. weeks and are they, they will warm up. Are they gonna frame that uh, that booty dough shirt? I mean, they should frame everything. <laughs> they just they should yeah. frame. They should frame wear that. It. I know. I I had to wear a sports bra under it though because I know that's the only thing. I'm, that's the only thing I'm worried about. I mean, I cut it to your dimensions, obviously, uh -huh. but the dimensions in my head are a hell of a lot different than the dimensions in your head. Your dimensions are not cam camera friendly. No, they're not anybody. Or like they're not anybody. Public exposure friendly. Yeah, they're not anybody they're friendly. In my house, friendly. But maybe we'll, maybe we'll, well then JT. Maybe we could have like a plaque outside with that shirt. Just with this shirt. Just I'll, that shirt. I'll, frame have, it. I'll 
get something, and then JT will give something, yeah, we'll and, give and something. Uh, we'll put it in the Smithsonian or something like Maybe, that. Maybe, you know, we could murder little Bobby and put him in there, too. He's already in a box. Oh, great. <laughs> He's coming in from Ethiopia. He's back. He's back next week on the Schmoes. How wonderful. He's going to have a big interview. Okay. Oh, good. Well, yeah. I think we could, we could probably reminisce about this show for quite some time, yeah. but instead, let's actually do one of our shows and get started it. talking one about these numbers and what a weekend to do it on mm-hmm. the holiday weekend we'll talk about the three-day and four-day numbers but it's the same list so number yeah. five does go to neighbors to sorority rising if you're talking about the four-day weekend it comes out to 11 million mm-hmm. but on the three-day weekend it's at nine yep. which is about a 58 percent Big drop-off. Big drop-off. It's a disappointing oh, who number. Cares? Yeah. No one likes this movie. I liked it. You did? did? You People see say it? it's funny. Did you see it? I've heard... Okay. The advertising was, for this was like, it's the funniest comedy of 2016. Of course, every comedy does that. No, though. but it like did it in a different way where it wasn't even like they were saying it. They mm-hmm. were saying like the critics were labeling that. Ugh, I've heard horrible things. Wow. Anyway. Okay. Number four, Captain America Civil War for the three-day total, <gasps> bringing in 15 mm. million, dropping 54%. For the four-day total, 20 million. So just getting an extra five there. That's, the, way, more, that's way more than I thought it was. Angry mm-hmm. Birds at number three from Sony, bringing in 18.7. With oh. a 51% drop for the three. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Day and for the four day, 24.5. And then we get into the interesting movies of the weekend. Yeah. Number two. And a, yeah, not not a number to be really smiling about. Alice Through the Looking Glass in its three day brought in 28 million and its four day brought 33. This is with a $170 million budget. It Mm. is the sequel to Mm -hmm. Alice in Wonderland, which opened to 160. Million dollars, and you still have a lot of the same cast coming in. So, we'll talk about no Tim Burton, what happened, yes, and what happened to that movie. And then, number one did go to X Men Apocalypse, Mm. bringing in 65 million for the the three day, I said three day 65, 79 for the four day Mm -hmm. weekend. So, taking in most of the money for the yeah. box office on an $178 million budget. Hmm. So much to talk about. So much to talk about. Um, I think we should start with Alice. We I start mean, with Alice. What the hell happened? No, um, it's Johnny Depp. Nobody wants to see this guy. It's, but John, was Johnny Depp really what brought people in the first film? I think it was more Alice in Wonderland. You knew the story. Yeah. yeah. Alice through Looking Glass. Is this, I never even knew they made a sequel to Alice in Wonderland. I think it's just a fake it's just something made up. No, it's part of the... <laughs> it's part of the book. Yeah. Yeah, which I understand. Um, but um, I will just say, like, nothing... No one I've ever met that saw the first one said it was good. It's no, one of those movies where... It's a terrible movie. It's one of those movies where everyone just took their kids to see it, and I don't remember anyone saying, ooh, I love that movie. And a big thing people were talking about is when Alice in Wonderland came out, it was... During the whole kind of 3D, 3D yeah. craze, right. people wanted to see the look of that movie. Mm-hmm. I was riding the Avatar um, wave. Mm-hmm. Yes, and then you, 
Anne Hathaway felt bigger. Maya, whatever her last mm-hmm. name is, was kind of a rising star at the moment. Oh, uh, Mia Wachowski. Good, good <laughs> luck saying good luck. that one. Like Helen Bonham Carter, it is all the yeah. same people, mm-hmm. but it's been time. The look of it isn't as exciting. Yeah. It is a whole new story. I don't know how much Johnny Depp's personal life might have affected this yeah, box we'll, office. Yeah, we'll get to that in a second. I actually got Disney was nice enough to give me a screening for this movie, mm-hmm. and I am so appreciative of them. You know, they let me do press screenings now, and I hate reviewing these movies when they're this bad because it was bad. Like, I, have you seen it? I say, I, you shouldn't. I'm glad you guys did it. <laughs> I saw it. You saw it. Okay, there let me go, tell you Steven. something, Stephen. The movie makes no sense. There's no like three story. Um, structure, arc structure, or structure. Arc, yeah. um, Alice to me was the villain of the movie. Everything she was doing was bad. It was like Ooh. a spoiled little brat. The, t- the in the commercial, Sasha Baron Cohen supposed to be like the villain. He's kind. Of, I'm just like this guy just trying to do his job, and this girl's going around messing up the time continuum. And it was just it was so bad. And Johnny Depp needs to stop. I don't know what he's doing. He just doesn't even I, yeah. listen. He made a right turn with Black Mass. At mm-hmm. least he, he saw a lot of makeup on, but at least he was doing something in the. Realm of possibility. Sure. Yeah. Um, the movies I like from him the most are movies like Donnie Brasco. Of course. Uh, even Blow. Blow, Public Enemies. Mm-hmm. Like some of these movies where he's just p- being a good actor, playing good, real characters. I do not like any of these movies. Just goes where for he, paychecks. I yeah. won't give it to. Uh, I do like some of them. Like I was on like, board what, for like, Pirates for a little yeah. bit. That's, listen, I'm okay with the first Pirates. He's great. He's phenomenal. He was an mm-hmm. Oscar nominated, but that's like a fun summer movie. Mm-hmm. He's doing these characters where it's just. Nothing about him is fun or interesting. They're just weird for the sake of being weird, and I don't well, get it. I there's think, nothing that's grounding him to the audience. No. Or oh my god, that, Matt Hatter in this movie is so stupid. And the whole plot for this movie is because he's sad, and she's like, "I'm going to go fix time and make you not sad." And I'm like, "Oh it's my ridiculous. god!" Ridiculous. I think another reason why. I mean, it doesn't have Wonderland in the title. Like people know, I know that that's stuff. what I'm saying. Go, like, put Alice in the Wonderland through the Looking Glass. Yeah, I think it would have made. I would have made another twenty million bucks. <laughs> people are so stupid. I, well, I can't say Disney's stupid because they make a lot of money. But this was a yeah. uh, who knows? This might have this, been a tax this shelter. This did movie. not work. Yeah. It bombed. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes has a thirty percent critics, fifty nine percent. I think it's doing okay internationally. So I'm yeah, like, yeah, it's, it'll, it's it'll, not good. It'll, it'll listen, a little yeah. Don't worry about Disney. Disney always wins. Yeah, Disney's they're okay. I believe they have like three of the top grossing movies for 2016 so far. Disney is completely fine but going on a little bit let's talk about x-men apocalypse mm. not also getting the best reviews mm-hmm. 48 from critics mm-hmm. rotten tomatoes still has it at 74 from audience um i was really disappointed with this movie because i loved days of futures past i mm-hmm. think it might be my favorite x-men movie right up there with x2 uh this movie i, I went in even with low expectations because the trailers have not been great Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that shows a little bit why the box office for this wasn't that great. And I mean, some people saying like, I believe the first one, Days of Future Past, not the first one, the last one, opened up at like around 112 million. And that movie was not only loved by the audience, but by critics. So mm-hmm. usually when you're coming off something that's a critical hit and a hit with the audience, that sequel, whether it's good or not, usually will open really big. Mm-hmm. Now, I think the problem is, one of the what's one thing missing from this movie from the last one? Because first class opened at fifty five million dollars. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Decent. It was kind of a reboot. Days of Future Past one hundred twelve. This one seventy nine. What's missing from first class and Apocalypse that was in Days of Future Past? Front Patrick and center. Stewart. No, <laughs> Patrick Stewart. True. It was good to have, but Hugh Jackman was all over Days of Future Past. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I think Hugh you're. T- I mean. In- 
but that that one little thing, yeah. he was not front and center for this whole movie. And at one point in advertising, was even in the trailers. There was one trailer where they showed his claws. Mm-hmm. So you're like, okay, he's going to be in it a little bit. But when you got Days Future Past, and I do think the fact, like you said, Stephen, they did bring all the old cast back. Yeah. But all them, including Wolverine, front and center. It just brings that movie to a whole other level. I think First Class hit $55 million because they didn't recognize anybody. And this one, yeah, you have them in it, but you don't have the original crew. Mm-hmm. So I think I, I think, I think you're trailers. right. I think you're right. I think when, you know, a lot of times, you know, they think they're just, they throw X-Men on the title of this thing and watch it make a ton mm-hmm. of money. It's just not, it's not going to happen anymore. The, the audience is getting a hell of a lot smarter. Hugh Jackman. And it's proven in a lot of these yeah. movies. Mm-hmm. Hugh Jackman is a bona fide star, especially when he's playing Wolverine. Absolutely. Always. He is Wolverine. That, yeah, he is Wolverine. He so is Wolverine. I said it was at 65, so I, it call me crazy. I guarantee you, if he was in, like, a, had a big role in this film, well, like he did in Days of Past, he was throughout the trailers, this thing would have made our What's 20, your overall yeah. review of this film? It's a it's it's a mess. Um, you give it a full mess. I don't give it a full. I, mess. I don't give it a full mess because it's so weird. Because I was talking about this in my review. There's moments that if you just showed me this out, outside of the movie, you cut that part out and said, "Oh, that's really good." But when all these ingredients are put together, it didn't work. Like, and it didn't work when all put together. Mm. There's moments where the movies go from drama to comedy to drama in such quick. Accession that you're just like what what just happened like what is happening in this movie yeah it was super weird it was super weird I thought it was choppy but I didn't give it a complete mess but I think that's because it has my favorite mm-hmm. X Men characters in well, it a little bit let so me I ask was you re- this very reliant on that what did we learn about Xavier uh, Magneto and and um, Jennifer Lawrence character Mystique that we didn't learn in the last two I guess movies. that's the thing is I didn't care as much about the character because I was tired what? of seeing them my favorite X Men is Jean Grey. So I was okay. just like waiting for her Sophie the Turner entire was, time. She was okay. Yes, but I mm-hmm. I felt like Jennifer Lawrence was checked out of this oh, she movie. Is, I don't know what she's doing in this movie. She, she doesn't just, care. It's a paycheck. She's checked out. Paycheck. And I'm I'm kind of over the Magneto storyline. He's already arched yeah, enough for me. So beat, I was I was more interested movies. in the other characters, but so I didn't care what as other much. characters that, were you able to jump over to and be more interested in because no one really I think you should have been interested in Apocalypse but yeah, they just but gave him such a crap backstory in this version of it yeah. he was the mummy yeah, basically he was the course. mummy from the mummy movies really but blue frame for frame did it bother anyone else that it was just him and his four horsemen sitting on a desert somewhere just doing nothing for 30 minutes of the film yeah and also I really thought yeah. they could have done a lot better with how he acquired his four mm-hmm. horsemen like how he it's like just taking whatever's available was Really yeah. annoying. It was just the movie. Like I said, there were moments in the movie. There's a scene early. I don't want to spoil anything, but like where Magneto's <laughs> in the spoiling. <laughs> where Magneto's in the woods, and there's a great mm-hmm. things that happen. And there's other moments with like Wolverine, that one little cameo he has. You saw from the trailer. There's moments with each character that I'm like, oh, that's a really cool moment. It feels in another movie, but when all put together, it was just a mess. There's I think you're right. No you new s- character development. If you're really following mm-hmm. each character's arc yeah there's not something really to cling on to because there's, there's a ton of people that they kind yeah. of put an essence of what they're going yeah. through but you don't really connect with anyone and what's well, happening the first them. movie xavier magneto friends and then he at the very end magneto kind of goes bad right mm-hmm. and they go off and mystique is torn between mm-hmm. which way to go she even ends up going with magneto in the first class the second one is all about the battle for mystique and which way she's going to go and then you got xavier and again magneto magneto he's already bad at that point and he's like in that camp and then when you get into this movie, it's like they took those arcs from the first two movies and just repeated them in a shorter amount of time, and it didn't make any sense. I agree with that. Happens yeah. all the time. I, I can go off on that. Let me ask something right. box office related, though. Yes, go ahead. Do you think that, 
Like, in your personal opinion, like, mm-hmm. I was excited about this movie until I started hearing the reviews about it. Of course. Do you think if they had kept the reviews more tight under wraps, it would have had a better opening? It's interesting because they, re- they did a screening like three weeks before. Like, the mm-hmm. critics screening three weeks before it came out. And usually that's a sign that it's, they're really excited about what the product they have. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, they just Civil War. They knew they had a good movie, so they let it out early. Uh, yeah, and all my friends that saw it early before me all came and said, ooh, not very good. Like, but not horrible, but not very good. Especially I when mean, you're coming off Days Future Past, which a lot of people consider to be But the I best. think that... Also, they really had to target their one weekend and really prep mm-hmm. for it because they don't have a window to really rule the box office for a while. Um, I mean, Angry Birds Neighbors, they had this weekend. Next weekend, we have Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which who knows how much that will do. We have yeah. Me For You. Like, they're just rolling in. So well, I think they had to try and they, hit it with the biggest force they could. But well, they really didn't have much competition this weekend. The, everyone thought Alice was going to be competition. Alice and it turned out not should to be. have been bigger competition. Though, when you're planning yeah. for a release of a movie, uh-huh. you know, seven months before, <laughs> and you're competing against something that opened to 116, okay. or your last movie opened to what was it? Yeah, mm-hmm. like that. That is yeah. that does you do think there's competition? I, I just, Even with tracking, yeah. they thought that Alice would be higher than this. I think the this mix was of, a bomb. I think the mix of reviews not being good, um, not having Wolverine front and center. And the trailer is honestly not being that great. And, and then there's been like 30 superhero movies in like the last two months. Uh, yeah, that's another question people are bringing up with Civil War and Batman v Superman. Is there some fatigue in Deadpool? Yeah, I, is, I mean, it's all over the place. But I'm a huge X-Men fan. Um, I love the cartoon growing up. I love the movies except for a couple. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was really excited for this movie, and I was really disappointed to hear what everyone said. Are and, you still excited about the next Wolverine movie? Yes, because it's rated R. Okay. And they're going, I, it's Hugh Jackman's last chance. Mm-hmm. Well, it's his last time he's going to be playing this role. I don't think he's going to go out with a bad note. He wants to deliver the Wolverine. The fact that they're making radar, it tells you that he's giving you the Wolverine that you've always wanted. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think it's going to be a great send off for him. I hope so. I hope so. All right. Well, with that, let's get over to some international numbers Mm -hmm. because although Alice Through the Looking Glass was just laughable here. No, 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 no. Not yet. Not yet. Um, That is a preview for what's going to happen after our international numbers, which will be our international numbers game. But first, we have to talk about how Disney's Alice Through the Looking Glass topped the foreign box office. It earned a respectable $65 million this weekend Mm -hmm. from nearly 80 foreign territories. That's a lot um, of territories. Yeah. However, the fantasy adventure is still staring at a right down after bombing domestically. Obviously, we already talked about it mm-hmm. earning about 28.1 in its opening weekend. Um, by the time it ends its run, the follow-up to 2010's Alice in Wonderland <laughs> will have a hard time even earning half of its mm. predecessors, one billion yeah, dollar I mean, yeah, global. The original haul. only like three hundred yeah. million dollars uh, domestic. Johnny Depp probably made twenty that's million that's more. Just for doing this. He signs on from yeah, he gets twenty base and then yeah. gets back, back in like pirates. He bought an island off of pirates. <laughs> well, on a little bit of a better note, Alice Through the Looking Glass did particularly well in China, of where it, did. it generated an estimated mm-hmm. twenty-seven point one million. Um, other territories where it performed well included Mexico, hmm. five million, Russia, four point six, and Brazil with 4.1 so decent numbers let me tell you one thing I miss about this show China is almost as much as hanging out with you guys every week Uh is talking about the middle kingdom (laughs) that is China I've uh, learned so much about China these past two years I actually have learned about I find (laughs) myself talking about China in my this is a a very informative show (laughs) I'm gonna miss it's not all fun and games there's some really legit facts here (laughs) 
And, <laughs> you know, our next show together, if we all do one, it's going to be about conspiracy theories of China. It might just and, be China News Podcast. Yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> not, we should just title the whole move. thing just China. Yeah, we just take stories from the past week from China and we it, discuss them. It'll be, it's going to, I'm going to do, I could do four hours on that stuff. <laughs> And There'll be sec- no China fatigue. <laughs> there will not be. All right. Well, in its second weekend of international release, Fox's X Men Apocalypse added fifty-five million to its haul. The superhero sequel has earned two hundred and fifty point eight million globally. Um, the film has debuted in most major foreign territories, but still has to come out in China Boom. June third mm-hmm. and Japan August eleventh. So those are still on deck. Now we have a movie that we haven't really gotten to talk about on this show yet, but Universal and Legendary's Warcraft Mm -hmm. um, got a jump on its domestic release, opening to $31.6 million from 20 foreign territories uh, for a fourth-place finish. Although in some of the territories, it did open, and I believe like 11 of them or something, it did get number one. Really interesting. So I think it was like Germany. I heard mixed things. And I heard Duncan Jones is a good filmmaker, so we'll see if we can handle this. I'm, He's a nice guy, I'm so we'll to see. Watch this one. Um, another yeah. video game adaptation: Sony's The Angry mm. Birds movie nabbed third place with 31.8 million, bringing its worldwide gross to 223.5 million. Captain America: Civil War rounded out the top five with 12.5 million. The comic book adventure is the highest-grossing 2016 release, having uh, now earned 1.1 billion dollars worldwide. Wow. That's, so, that's that's a hit. This is what's going on around the world. Everyone keeps getting movies ahead of us. That's what you yeah. need to take away from this. China makes lots of money, and now <laughs> the U.S. doesn't get domestic releases. I don't know, what's still know what's going on, going on over there. I'm curious to see what how Apocalypse does in China, because usually movies with the letter X in it in China do very well. Yeah. they use X way more than the English language. No, they always do. That and Devil <laughs> and anything that... Uh, you know, Sean Penn is in or Stallone watch as oh, well and Schwarzenegger. That's true. I'm they sure they will guys. be coming up later in the show. They love those But guys. let's get into our international <laughs> titles. Right, so let's game. go. I want to go wide and I want all three of us to do it. Oh, yeah? Okay. It's time for what are we the doing? international title game. <laughs> <laughs> It's been a good run. <laughs> I just got distracted by yeah. the crying. What are you doing? The crying I was crying because there. you have that, uh, that, that, that the pink bra under there. And, I, and then I pulled yeah. out a razor blade. Oh, and, and you, you started cutting it? Cut yeah, I tried to cut it off a little bit. That was my that I was don't my even dance. think they can see that part. The table cuts it off. Oh, my so. damn table. <laughs> uh, anyway. No, this is uh, this has is been it? a fun game of mine that oh, I created. I'm going to miss this game. You know, I uh, created this game on a whim and gonna go on a victory. Uh, I'm going out on a win. It never was. <laughs> it, it wasn't just China, and it was no, everything. And win. there's been some really. Uh, it's manifested, in, you know, into what it is today, which is usually all China. Uh, I give a shout out to my buddy Wang for mm-hmm. you know for helping me for the how last two years about, on these things. How do you take the news? He's just counting his money. He doesn't care anymore. <laughs> okay. He's worth. He's worth like a billion dollars. Oh, that guy. Of course. Yeah. He's the all best. All right. I'm ready. I'm gonna win. So, the, okay. you know, for the last time, a foreign movie title game, and I hope you guys enjoyed it for the last two years because I enjoy looking up the titles, and I won't stop. I'll just have fun at my own house and or go to the park. And <laughs> There's something called Twitter. You can always put on Twitter. That's, That's true. true. I can do oh, that. Oh, you can do the polls now. That's true. Which I can one, do that. Which one? Yeah. I'll never give out my source. Then Nobody okay. will ever have Wang's number. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, once again, four titles. One's, one uh, is uh, false. Okay. Okay. And they're all from China. 
Mm-hmm. And the theme is uh, every movie this uh, that I'm going to talk about here <laughs> has the word final in it because this will be our final oh, show. Oh, okay, final. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Final Destination. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, where those stupid kids do stupid <laughs> things and yep. everybody dies. Mm-hmm. Uh, absolutely Ming. Okay. okay. Absolutely Ming. Absolutely Ming. Ming? Ming is like, I don't know. Kind of like um, Flash Gordon Ming? Yeah, it's like, Emperor you know, Ming? Ho Chi Ming or oh, Ming, okay. whatever his name is. Ming Dynasty? Yeah, Ming Dynasty, that guy too. <laughs> Children of the Corn. Okay. Two. The Final Sacrifice. Or oh, three. I was going to say, where's the final? Children of the Corn, The Final Sacrifice. Uh, okay. Wrong Gate of Hell with Devil Children. Mm, that makes sense. Wrong Gate of Hell with Devil Children. Okay. okay. Final Analysis, a Richard Gere, Kim Basinger, steamy oh, yeah, movie yeah, yeah. where okay. good stuff was yeah. happening. Jeez. Hot and delicate. Hot and delicate. Mm. Yeah, mm. that's me. Yeah. And <laughs> hot and delicate. That's yeah. Okay. Only on the weekends, though. Okay. Naked Gun, 33 and, a, 33 and a half, the final insult. Yes. Total Idiot, Offline Motion. Okay. Okay. So okay. we're gonna go with. I've got mine. We're gonna go with again. <laughs> Let's hear it again. Final destination. Absolutely, Ming. Children of the Corn. Whatever it is, two. I think the final sacrifice. Wrong gate of hell with devil children. Final analysis. Hot and delicate. Naked gun. 30, <laughs> <laughs> naked gun. Thirty-three and a half. The final insult. Mm-hmm. Total idiot. Offline motion. Okay. Whatever uh, that means. Number three, number three, because it's the only one that you looked up on. Each time you read it, instead of reading it down, you would go. Okay. What, hot and delicate? Yeah. Hot. Fine and delicate. I'm change my Twitter handle to that, maybe. That, that, that is the lie. I. It's definitely not the last one. I don't think it's the first one. I think it's two or three. I okay. picked three. I know. I might ride with you <laughs> on this last one, because... Hot and delicate? Is that what it is? Hot and delicate. Or was it, I thought it was fine and delicate. No, it's hot and delicate. Repeat the second one. Whatever, I still pick it. Uh, the second one is Children of the Corn, Final Sacrifice, Wrong Gate of Hell with Devil Children. Right, I'm going to go number two. Okay. What do I get if let's, I win? Let's hear the engineer. Steven, want to go? <laughs> Steven, where are you feeling? What do I get if I win? I think the false one's absolutely Ming. Mm. Wow. Because okay. I just, I, I think I remember seeing like the Japanese version of that movie, like a poster for it, and it wasn't. It this, wasn't that. This is the Chinese one, though. Oh, this is the Chinese one. I still, I, yeah, I can't, I, I don't think uh, it's... So eliminate one um, of us. If I did win, one of us I, would like, right? I would like some ice cream. <laughs> did one of us get it right? Yeah, I'll give you some ice cream. Okay. I'll do that. Uh, unfortunately, Stephen, you are wrong. It's definitely called Absolutely Ming. Okay, so it's between you and So me. weird. <laughs> Come, <Okay>. on. <laughs> um, Come on! Come <laughs> on! JT, you are wrong as well. No! <laughs> Damn it. And so is Sarah. What? Yes. So I win my last game. It's It's total idiot (laughs) offline motion. I don't even know what that means. I had to. I, I totally just made that thought up. I won. I just totally made that. I was that convinced. Up. It's fitting that I win my last yeah, game. Yeah, it is. That is well done. Wow, everybody picked three different ones too, and yeah. not that one. You, I was ready to that, give the title to somebody. I don't think you've ever won. Uh, sometimes, not yeah, really. I really once don't. Or twice. Once or twice. Because no. usually really some of them are so ridiculous. It's not totally idiot offline motion. I don't wow. know what it is. I think well, it has something to do with OJ in it or something. It's kind of fitting. It's kind of fitting. I'll take that. Yeah. <laughs> we'll take it. Then. Adios Farm movie title game. Untold <laughs> I kind of feel like I, I yeah. thought I knew him. Yeah. Uh, that and was a great was game. Wrong. Uh, you know, just, JT made up a great, uh, had a great little intro to it. Caught on. It was Ivan Drago. Yeah. and I pulled three clubs. Uh, it's Drago from Rocky Four. Yep. 
Um, it's uh, Fidel Castro mm-hmm. giving a speech. Mm-hmm. And then the last one is a random Japanese guy yelling, I love you. Oh, Jimmy. <laughs> yeah. Jimmy from Jimmy's Comics in the Bronx, I think. Yeah, so that was weird. Uh, I used to go to this comic store in the Bronx. It was, uh, it was about as big as this table, and there was a Japanese guy named Jimmy, and he only let one person in at a time. Wow, that sounds amazing. He was scared. He used to sell like loose G.I. Joe figures. I don't know where he found them. He's the best. He is the best. I think he's dead now. He's, he was, that was a long time ago. <laughs> okay. <laughs> where are we at? Um, well, we're, I'm about to give the show basically over to you guys because yes. I don't even have the notes. <laughs> I literally have one line on my piece of paper that well, says, top five grossing Stallone and Sean Penn. Well, I mean, it doesn't even finish with movies. It well, just says Stallone and be, Sean Penn. That obviously was going to be the case. Yeah, there's just no other way to end the show but with those two legends. Uh, I think we filled in not only, uh, you know, people are very, you know, more up on China, mm-hmm. but I think people know about Stallone more. Yep. I think people know about Sean Penn more. Mm-hmm. I think a people know about a great appreciation for yeah. two fine people. Okay. One of my um, favorite moments from being on a show was finding out. Sloan won the Golden Globe. Absolutely. Live on yep. the show. We were live on the show. <laughs> I, was, I cried. <laughs> it was a magical moment. Yeah, it was magical. Uh, it was just unbelievable stuff. So, yeah. Um, well, maybe maybe one of our fans will do a nice little retrospect of all of our, uh, you know, maybe a five-minute clip of all the best moments of Box Office Breakdown, and we'll Bo- retweet it or something like that. Well, t- let's talk a little bit about or the maybe end. the many looks of Sarah. I thought you wanted to talk yeah. about Sloan. Well, we had the many looks of Sarah. I, I did appreciate that. We had, fa- we had fake posters. Yeah, so I have was, a few uh, memories I'll share at the end of the show. Yes, okay. correct. So we're going to go with uh, my favorite top five Sean Penn movies. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. No money. No studios, just Sean Penn. <laughs> yes. At his best. Okay. I okay. can't wait to hear these. And yeah. I will probably give you how much money they made. Okay, good. Okay. But you can yeah. do that. Teamwork. Um, one of them is a, is a, is a is, didn't make too much money, but it's called At Close Range. Ooh, Christopher Walken. Yeah, Christopher Walken, Sean Penn, mm-hmm. Mary Stewart, Masterson. Old school. 86. Yeah. 86. Yeah. Brought in $2.3 million. Mm. Total? I believe so. No, this no way. Lifetime growth. It was a very small at cult close film. range. Yeah, two point three. I guarantee you, very few people listening to this right now has even heard mm-hmm. of this movie. Yes, and I only hopefully knew. they'll watch it. Yeah, and I only heard about it because Sean Penn. Right, of it course. It was only <laughs> in like eighty three theaters. Yeah, it was, it was a very small friend. You small can find movie, it, but very very good. It was like it, a Midtown. I was in Texas. Or something it's available like. on Blu-ray, but it's very limited copies. So one copy of that Blu-ray will cost you like forty fifty bucks. Yeah. Because it's really, it's just a very obscure yeah. film. 47 if it goes to Sean Penn's pocket to find chicks. And <laughs> yeah. then $3 pays for the shipping and handling. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Good uh, movie, though. Yeah, great movie. Next one, Casualties of War. Ooh, Brian 89. De pa- yeah, Brian De Palma. Mm-hmm. Michael J. Fox trying to do a serious Vietnam drama. It was good. It's I mean, very good. Is, it's a great movie. I 18.6 million. Yes. Listen to this cast. Jamie Foxx is the lead. Yep. Sean Penn as the main villain, kind of leader yep. of the platoon. John Leguizamo. Mm-hmm. John C. Riley. Yep. Fantastic. Very, I mean, he, he crushed this. He, he's, he has one of my favorite lines in the movies where Michael J. Fox is, it's raining. Um, I don't want to get into some of what happens in the movie because it's really graphic. It's about wartime. It's hardcore. But Michael Jack, Michael J. Fox is devastated, mm-hmm. and Sean Penn comes out, takes his helmet off. It's raining. He goes, <laughs> he looks at Michael J. Fox. He goes, as I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I shall fear no evil because I'm the meanest motherfucker in the valley. Absolutely. And, then, and that was like the line for that movie. Where I was like, yeah. oh shit. I mean, he depicts what war makes people. Yeah. Uh, he is just a ruthless. Mm-hmm. He, he, you know, he leaves it all on the table there. Yeah. People who want to kill him, he's going to kill them. It's not and that's easy. pretty much what it is. It's not an easy movie to watch, but he, Brian De Palma is a great filmmaker, mm-hmm. and Sean Penn and Michael J. Fox give great performances. Crushed okay. it. Crushed it. Um, 
Next one is uh, Carlito's Way. Poof. 93, <laughs> <This> movie, 37 <laughs> million. This yeah. movie is one of my all-time favorites. It's a great gangster movie. Al Pacino. Yep. Sean Penn in full. Yep. And <laughs> you Penelope, you and, describe it. Yeah, and I Penelope. I mean, this is the best movie hair of all time on Sean Penn. He <laughs> yeah. is uh, Kleinfeld. Yes. Uh, Sean uh, Penn only did this movie Yeah. because he wanted to get enough money to do his uh, crossing guard. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. The one he directed. And the guy w- winds up, uh, you know. Yep. Uh, did he win? An Oscar? No, I think no, he got nominated. He, he, was nominated. Only, he won for Dead Man Walking. But he was nominated for this. No, he was nominated for Dead Man Walking, yeah. But he's nominated for this, too. Was he for Carly's Way? Was he nominated for Carly's Way? Up. I Give don't, it a minute. I'm Keep going. Been. I think he got a supporting Here's role Here's the deal, man. I watched this movie as a kid, and I knew who Sean Penn was, and I didn't realize it was Sean Penn. Oh, he was totally I different. I grew up and later started revisiting movies, mm-hmm. I said, what the... F- that was Sean Penn? This is some of his best acting of all time. He plays like a straight and narrow lawyer, and then he gets like... He thinks like uh, you know Pacino's like the man, yep. and he starts getting balls and starts doing some crazy shit. He gets involves a, cocaine, guns, yeah. and women. He gets involved in a gangster life, and he thinks he's a gangster, yeah. but he's just um, yeah. I mean, it's pretty. It's an amazing movie. It's it's fantastic on every single. Al Pacino's great in it. Benny Blanco from the yeah. Bronx, John Leguizamo again. Vigo Morrison even has a great role in it. Yeah, John Leguizamo too. Carlos Way, yeah. everybody. Absolute great movie. So good. Sean Penn crushes. Yep. He's on the front of a boat with a hair and like. <laughs> Doing coke, it's yeah. it's great. It's so good. Yeah, he's just so this is your homework for the rest yeah. of your life. Is just to watch these he's, movies. He's basically playing repeat. himself. We're leaving you guys with some gems. Yeah, these are gems. Uh, um, obviously, the next one is uh, the Falcon and the Snowman. Oh wow, you're going really old school. Yeah, this is a fantastic movie based on a true story. Who's the other actor in this? Uh, Timothy Hutton won yes. an Oscar. He won an Oscar. Timothy eighty-five Hutton. brought in seventeen yep. million. Mm-hmm. Okay, Timothy Hutton won an Oscar for this. Uh, and you were, by the way, correct for Carlito's way. It was, was he was nominated for a Golden Globe for best mm-hmm. supporting for best performance by an actor in a supporting role. Okay, John nice. Penn. He's the best. Uh, Falcon and Snowman's a very underrated movie. It was uh, Steve Zalian's uh, first produced screenplay. Obviously, okay. the guy went off to do fucking everything in the world. It's all about CIA's and stuff. like right. that. Right. It's based on a true story. Uh, Tom Cruise is actually in it, but he's uncredited, which oh, is really? interesting. Yeah. I don't know why that's the case. Hmm. Maybe Sean Penn was like, if Tom Cruise gets credit, I'm done. They're like, all right, Tom, you're going to sit back and you're going to get nothing here. He's like, what about why? He's like, Sean Penn said so. He's like, eh, whatever. <laughs> so, uh, you know, he played, uh, Penn played this guy, Andrew Lee. Um, and when Andrew Lee got paroled in 1998, Sean Penn hired him, hired him as his personal assistant. Really? After this guy's corrupt wow. stuff and that's crazy great. stuff. That's the kind of guy Sean Penn is. <laughs> the monkey who freed him from the jail. Yeah. He's now he's in the zoo over at Sean Penn's house. <laughs> of course, and he he parades around his naked girls. He's like, "Hey, Charlize, go show the monkey." Uh, and this guy got me out of uh, jail. Charlize goes and parades around. They're and broken up. The monkey Keep always has on. a cigarette. <laughs> yeah, the monkey. Yeah, the monkey's treated like a king. He also he's got, sh- he's got a better bed than I do. I already shaved the monkey's hair to look like his character from Charlize. <laughs> that's what I heard. <laughs> that's what I heard. That's what I heard. This guy, he's just uh, he's just monumentally the best. Uh, my favorite. That's your top five? No, I got one more. No, got okay, one more. Uh, obviously, the Fast Times at Richmond High is oh. uh, just a crowning achievement in comedy on so many levels, this and it has dick. the and it, yeah, and it has the top five, maybe top two best uh, breast reveals of all time. That's true. There I was going to go down. There I had are the, two breasts and one woman. Yeah. So, <laughs> I almost I passed out. One and two. Those count as the top two. I almost passed out. Well, no, I mean, I have the top ten. I'll run them through if you guys really no, want. No, we don't have time. Top ten breast reveals? No. Oh, man, it's a, big, it's a good game. Can you say it quickly? Yeah, yeah let's go. Do, run, do really run it down. Okay, yeah. while JT talks I will about say his. Mystic River is still to me... One of my favorite Sean Penn roles because the range he's able to show in it. Oh, it's fantastic. He goes he from badass. Yeah, he won 
Oscar. He goes from badass to breaking so down, crying. Mm-hmm. Um, the speech he has at the end with uh, Laura Linney is so great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So for me, is that my daughter? Is that my daughter in there? Uh-huh. Uh, so uh, good. I said, no, so, so number 10, top 10 breast reveals of yes. all time. I want to hear We a, talked about it on one of JT's movie thing things, but we never yep. got to it. But I did the thing, and okay. here we're going to go. Let's do it. Uh, number 10, uh, Halle Berry and Swordfish. Okay. Everybody Swordfish, was waiting for that. Of course. Most not impressed I'm with not it. letting you go into details yeah. on Just what one you detail. think. No. One detail. No, one you, detail you, you can run through the list. All right, Ariel. You I, can I imagine. I wasn't impressed with the Ariel. Anyway. Hey. Uh, <laughs> Terry Hatcher. In the cool surface. Oh, I've never seen that one. Okay. A little saggy, but so, okay. Stop. You cannot. Next. I will not let you do okay, the okay, list okay, okay, okay. if you comment. Okay, okay. Alyssa Milano, oh. Embrace of the uh, vampire. vampire. Yes. That's Tony Danza was very upset with her when she did this. Everyone was waiting for that He one. disowned her. Uh, Lisa Bonet. Oh. An angel heart. With uh, De Niro awesome. and Rourke. And she had real sex with Mickey Rourke. Yeah. Scarlett Johansson. Okay. Uh, under the skin. Under the skin, yeah. That's Oof. what she went full. Poof. Yes. Fantastic. Unbelievable. That girl's. Oof. Okay. She's a number. <laughs> Next. Five. The girl from him. just one of the guys. Oh, yes. When she reveals it at the prom. She reveals it at the prom. I mean, and that I was like, phenomenal. whoa. I didn't yeah. see those coming. Yeah. Usually I see them all coming, but I didn't see this one coming. All right. Next. Four. Fat Bastard from the Austin Powers oh, movie. Boo. Great breast. <laughs> Get out of here. Fantastic, actually. Three. Katie Holmes in The Gift. Oh, yeah. Directed by Sam Raimi. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they commented it on uh, Harold and Kumar, and mm-hmm. uh, I, they were nice. Mm-hmm. Um, to this day, Tom Cruise has, ne- has never seen them. <laughs> Number two, <laughs> like aforementioned, Phoebe okay. Cates. Um, just oh, of course. Absolutely. Wow, just when she fun. walked out of that pool, it was something to be uh, – Slow was, mo- It's a slow motion help. Yeah. And walking out of the pool. <laughs> yeah, Judge Reinhold was really uh, doing – they had to get him from the bathroom. Right, so here comes number one. I'm really curious what number one's going to be. I number one too. is not even a movie. Oh, I already know what it um, is. You know, it's uh, it's True Detective. <laughs> TD? Uh, yeah. TD. Alexandra Daddario in True Detective, which is still – and this – I don't think this will ever be beat. <laughs> um, the only thing that could have beat that is something, but I don't want to say it because it's not right. Um <laughs> Well, it's, it's, it's right, but it's, it's the Michael G- might have gave it a run for its money. But this is the best press reveal of all time. No questions asked. <laughs> no, I'm not going to. Nobody, no even, nobody even cared about what happened in the episode. The president actually commented on it. I know because it was <laughs> the circumference. <laughs> okay. Well, that was wonderful. I'm so it was glad. Unbelievable that stuff. Know, no. Jesus, I no, can't get over that. We're done with that. I can't wait to see Baywatch. Oh, gosh. It's going to be great. Oh, okay. Thank you, everybody. Leave you that, leave so, you, uh, that to little leave, gift. To leave you with that, also, I guess, more homework mm-hmm. or something. But we'll get into now how to transition into upcoming films mm-hmm. after that wonderful segment. Mm-hmm. Um, Thanks. Not really sure, but we'll go with Popstar is coming out. And to me, yeah. I'm sorry, this movie looks horrible. Really? I've heard actually decent things. A lot of people I know who I know are actually seeing it as we speak. Really? Um, there's a screen. Andy Samberg. There's right? a screening tonight. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm kind of excited because the same guy who directed MacGruber directed this, yeah. um, which is to me is kind of a cult hit now. It's really funny. Mm-hmm. Let's go back and watch it. Um, I love Lonely Island. I always like their music videos. I, always I like Lonely Island too. I just don't think yeah. I can take this long. But of the, those concepts, the fact I just that they're shooting it in a documentary style. So they're mm-hmm. shooting it like the, remember that Justin Bieber movie where it was like uh, yeah 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 yeah. Which you couldn't have paid me you, to see that movie. No, but yeah. he's making fun of that kind of fact that they would even do something like that. I think I heard yeah. it was based off of Mark Wahlberg's 
Rise to Fame, like when he was at the Funky oh, Bunch and stuff like that as well. But they take a couple of stories that he had and stuff like that. I, the reason that guy was well, a lunatic. The reason I am a little excited is because the pieces he put around him in this, uh-huh. Sarah Silverman, mm-hmm. uh, Tim Meadows, um, there's a bunch of other ones. Yeah, they're going heavy remember. on social media. Uh, he, yeah. he could use a hit Andy Samberg. Uh, yeah, I think could. this might be up his alley. We'll see. I, I find him funny. He's good. So we'll see. All right. Yeah. Also coming out is Teenage Mutant. Teenage Mutant Ninja Is that really Turtles? coming out this week? Yeah. Out of the shadows. <laughs> uh, yeah, aren't you excited? Yeah. I'm glad. So now I'm actually glad we're not doing a show next week. I'm talking about this junk. It's <laughs> yeah. the worst. I did not like the first movie. Um, even Michael the, Bay. Even though the first movie had a few action scenes that were pretty cool at times, mm-hmm. uh, it was not, it's just, they got everything, so many things wrong mm-hmm. when it comes to Ninja Turtles. I grew up with Ninja Turtles, kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, this, I will say the sequel does look like it's going more towards cartoon. You got Krang, you got uh, Rocksteady and Bebop. It looks like a step in the right direction. I don't step know if it's a late. big enough step. Yeah. Maybe it's too late or if it's too a big late enough step. Too late and too small. They just produced it, right? He didn't direct it? No, he directed uh, it. The he first one was directed person. by Jonathan Leesman. It's uh, directed by David Green. Who directed the kids' film Echo last year. Mm. Oh. Very much like an E.T. Okay, vibe. Okay, yeah, I remember that. Kind of to it. It might do some Megan money. Fox is in it. From I, what I, from yeah. what I do know two people that saw this movie, and they told me they definitely go... The first one that was kind of dark and mm-hmm. gritty at times, they said this one definitely t- goes a much bigger direction to the kid fair. It's mm. 17% on Rotten Tomatoes. How much? 17 Yeah, that's pretty bad. <laughs> that's about right. I wouldn't expect I didn't know their reviews were out already. Our reviews, critic, critic reviews are reviews? out. Let's check how many. Popstar doesn't have any reviews out. Of course well, it doesn't. <laughs> I will tomorrow. It's gonna do. JT's friends. Um, let's 30%. see. Uh, six it's reviews. Five rotten. One okay. fresh. So it's uh, gonna be bad. <laughs> yeah. It's terrible. Yeah. Go watch nineteen ninety we'll version. It's the best. Yeah, or we'll just play out. the Nintendo game. Was and way then better. the movie yes, that I want to see that's coming out is ugh. me before you. Don't ugh. The it's, trailer looks so bad. Wait, who's I in that? I don't care. Khaleesi um, from Amelia Game Clark. Clark. Amelia oh. Clark. And that's it. And also the guy from The Hunger Games. He's in The Hunger Ooh, Games. Who Josh Hutchinson or whatever? No. No, not one of the main guys. One of the guys who you don't remember his no, name because he was, he's not part of it. No, he was like really good in it. He was the one was with the it, trident. The Finch? Oh, oh that guy. Longbottom. People liked him. Yeah, he was fine, was. but I mean the trailer for this. Have you seen the trailer? I'm going to see it and it's going to make me cry. <laughs> Have you seen the trailer? Yes. Is it a Nick Sparks movie? It looks like it. It looks like it. It's about a guy in a wheelchair who doesn't want to leave his house, which Uh, I totally understand. Yeah. If I was in a wheelchair. And she's like, no, I'm going to make you go out. I'm going to use the power of love to show you that life could keep going on. Oh, so it's like every other movie. Yes. (laughs) It has 62% from from critics. Who directed this thing? Anyone? Uh, Let me check. Let me check. Let me check. Nobody knows. Directed by Thea Chirac. Yeah, I never heard of her. Yeah. And, but Amelia Clark's in it. Mm-hmm. Sam Claffin is his name. I'm okay. seeing it. It's going to make me cry, and I'm it not going to feel embarrassed about it. Right. Yeah, I mean, and I'd know. rather see it three times than see either Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, no or way. Popstar. I'll see Popstar way before. Yeah, I'll see Popstar see before that. Of course you would. It has great comedians in it, so you're at least guaranteed, even if it's not from Sandberg, you're guaranteed some side There's probably going to be some raunchy fun in there. <clears throat> Sarah Silverman's great. Yeah. If she would pop out her stuff. She might have a, a top ten breast she review. She has. She did a movie oh, a year ago yeah. where she did a full shower nude scene. Oh, yeah. There you was, go. Yeah, it was when she was like a psycho mom or Memories. something, right? Memories. All right. I'm going to have to check that movie out. <laughs> She's got something on her, boy. Well, let's see if we can see if we uh, if Stephen has anyone on the line for us. <laughs> yeah, so guys, we can talk go to ahead, a few people in. before we go. Yeah, we go. Um, I think the number was up on one of the 
Lower yeah. thirds. Well, we can always talk episode. about stuff. We got the number up. Yeah, I mean, this is, is up. you know, little. We did a lot of good things here. Little Bobby made a, you know, his first appearance here. Yeah, that's right. We had a lot of cool guests. Finstock died. We had, first we had, show. died here. First show was just you and me. We had you talking. And you. I was like <laughs> I don't ten minutes late. What we talked about. They, uh, we they walked out the door. and They said we need to get Christian. Someone. Christian and, and and Ken Knapsack were like. We're not doing another show with these guys. We have to go find somebody. They basically found Sarah coming out of her own show and be like, you want to host a show with these guys, these two numbskulls? And she's like, sure. Yeah. I never met Sarah before. And then I came on and was stuck. And then, yeah. yeah, then you were stuck. And then you were like, holy shit, who are these fucking crazy people? And we just rolled with it. And uh, so we went there. And, you know, the show's been running fine. All right. We have a caller on the line. Oh, oh. oh nice. Oh, all right. Let's see who it is. Thanks for calling Box House Breakdown, the final show for these three lovely hosts. Yes. What can we do for you? Uh, it's Brian in Miami. Um, I'm hey, really Brian. sad. I'm really sad that you guys are, that you guys are are finishing up. Really, really. What am I going to do on Mondays now? These calls uh, are gonna going to make me cry. I, know, I, I get know. really emotional. I know. Listen, man, we're still going to be around. We'll have other platforms. We're going to do stuff outside the show. Yeah, I have a YouTube channel. There's still going to be a show. Yeah. Br- the show will still be here, and I think it's going to be new and different and fun. Yes, uh, it's going to have a different flavor because different hosts bring different flavors and to look, the show. And Brian's been a fan since day one. We yeah. appreciate that, Brian. Uh, Oh, you know, oh. and you've been great, and you have have had great questions here for the last two years, and uh, you know, thanks for the support. We really appreciate it. The hardest part about leaving the show is the callers mm-hmm. and you guys, yeah, being around, yeah. just so, working with it, the team, and you know, coming up with funny bits and laughing, and you know, we all hang out outside, and yeah, you know, Comic Con last year, I got stopped. Not just for schmoes mm-hmm. or even screen junkie stuff. Almost every other person that I stopped and me at Comic Con mentioned Box Office Breakdown. Absolutely. And I was like, oh man. Yeah, I mean, awesome. I don't know how many fans we have, but the, the fans we do have are really dedicated and mm-hmm. hardcore and, you know, watch religiously and we appreciate that. Yeah, that's, that's, the, that's the main thing that, you know, that, even, that keeps on going, you know, everywhere, yeah. man. You know, it's always the fans that just, you know, support mm-hmm. everything always. that, you know, mm-hmm. that. You know, they even the schmoes do. You know, everybody there, popcorn talk, which they do. You know, they have. They also have. You know, incredible shows as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, it's it's every it's the fans that you know that get that show support to yeah. every to everything, and sure. that's you know that's why you you know that's why you guys you know always do a great show every week. It's us fans that give you support. You know, that show you love every week. You know, they always call in, that always tweet at you guys, you know, mm-hmm. about stupid questions or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like Bob Turner, you know, calling in as well just to talk crap with you guys. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, it's man. What, it's what keeps you guys going every day. Absolutely, man. man. It's, a fun, it's a fun time. We, yeah, we destroyed it, man. And <laughs> yeah, man, really fun. Um, it's fun keeping it's a smile on people's faces. That's for sure. Yeah. Thanks so much for tuning in all this time. And, you know, keep tuning in, man. Get those box office numbers right here. Yeah, we're going to be around, yeah, I mean, no. obviously, and then, you know, who knows where we'll be down the road in a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I might be rich oh, and then yeah, just, right. you know, <laughs> hire Sarah to come to my house and do a podcast right from my house. She doesn't even, she could, she doesn't even have to do anything. Or, she could just sit behind a mic. Hopefully you and JTE can do a uh, Sean Penn and Stallone podcast. <laughs> there you go. That's a great idea. <laughs> what do you call that? Here. SNS? Like yeah, that? just SNS. Or just Badass Central. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. All right, man. Um, let me just let me just throw one final question. Sure. To you guys, sure. You know, just for like the last show. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the rest of the, the rest of the of this year is gonna is coming up. We have a lot of great movies that are gonna be coming. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Which? What is your top 
five movies that you're oh, looking God. forward to seeing this year. Oh, oh that's Jesus. a tough one. In this no, is no, in so no particular hard. order. Okay. No particular order whatsoever. Okay. You know, it could be it could be a movie that you have uh, low expectations mm-hmm. for, mm-hmm. high expectations, mm-hmm. mid expectations. I really uh, want to see Rogue One. Expectations. Yeah. Could be anything. I'll just list. Rogue One. I'll list the ones I can think of. Rogue One. I really mm-hmm. want to see that. I still want to see Assassin's Creed. S- a suicide Squad. I want to see Suicide Squad. Yep. Um, I really I'm look forward to that Ben Affleck movie, The Accountant. Yes. <gasps> that one. That just mm-hmm. can't. Yeah. 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 That looks really good. There's that one. I'm trying to think. If there's anything I'm else trying on my to radar. come. I was thinking of the big budgets, but I yeah. know there's some good like Oscar contenders yeah. that I know I'm going to be really pumped about seeing. Yeah. Like, 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 I really think The Accountant looks good though. What else is Red coming out in the fall? fall? Yeah, the accountant that looks fantastic. Um, anything that Sean Penn has uh, in the pressure cooker. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sloan, I don't think, has anything dropping this year. I don't think chilling. he does. He's still he's writing. St- he's he's st- just yeah. watching his daughter run 40 yard dashes and that. stuff like he's that. He's just writing off that creed. Wave. Yeah, it's it's that. Um, uh, yeah, Rogue One. Yeah, I can't think of anything off the top of my head that like is really sticking out right now, but those mm-hmm. three for sure. Yes, correct. I'm trying to, I'll think yeah, of I, more. I'm, I'm honestly, I'm so sorry. No, go ahead. So sorry if I cut you off. No, um, I'm really looking forward to see, to seeing Star Wars uh, Rogue yes. One as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, every Star Wars fan is looking forward to that. That's all, that's all we think um, about. It's all we think comes to mind. <laughs> but um, but I'm also looking forward to seeing like some you know some underrated movies that are going to be coming out this year. Um, say you know, for example, like The Conjuring Two, which is going to be coming mm-hmm. out next week, I believe. Uh uh-uh. um, That one's going to look awesome. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, there's also there's also a few on the uh, other uh, small horror movies that are going to be coming out this year. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing that. Mm-hmm. Um, I know, I know one of them. I know one of them I saw was uh, was going to oh, be Doctor coming Strange. out this year. I think Doctor Strange is um, kind of weird. Yeah, Doctor Strange is no, Doctor, anything Marvel. Doctor Strange looks really good as well. Independence Day. I don't know. Oh, I, I don't. I don't think. The, I don't think the trailer really hooked me on. Mm-hmm. Honestly, really. I thought it was. Okay. I thought it. I thought it's it was a teaser, okay, though. I'm gonna give it another shot. Yeah, I if they show if they show another trailer for it and mm-hmm. it really gets yeah. and it gets everybody's attention, then then I will be. I think cool. so because they showed some of special um, effects in the first one, but they're working on those effects. Apparently, this movie has more effects than most of the other Marvel films. Mm-hmm. So I think the next trailer is gonna probably blow some minds. I agree. Yeah, I. I mean, I, I hope they throw in, like, an Inception uh, I mean, bomb. Yeah. <laughs> you just want the yeah. bomb. That would be nice. Oh, we have a new caller. All right, guys. We're, we got to let you go, buddy. Thanks, hey, thanks Brian. Yeah, you're breaking up. Thank you breaking so much up. for uh, staying and calling. You're the best. I'll also see the new Hello. Harry Potter movie. Hello. Who we got? Yeah, Oh, we're super staticky. Oh, uh, you're breaking so you have, up. Do you have your uh, computer on or... Maybe lower that. Who, so who's this? Oh no! I think we lost them. We lost them. Yeah, it was him. super staticky. Yeah, it was it was super staticky. Really... We might have gotten disconnected. Yeah, it's funny. I think you know, like I said, it's you know, Brian. Like I said, he's been. I think he was like one of the first callers mm-hmm. we ever had. You know, shout out to yeah. Kristen too. Yeah, Kristen, Kristen and a couple other people. Dylan. That, yeah, Dylan was uh, who's who did, who did great stuff for the show. Yeah, Dylan, Dylan was fantastic Dylan, for the yeah. show. Great. Uh, helped us out with our Facebook page and our likes mm-hmm. and all these other things, and that, that means a lot as well. Competitions and everything. Mm-hmm. You know, some of those people will always have, uh, they come out here and visit us, and we'll treat them like kings. One of my favorite jokes from the show was early on, mm-hmm. uh, the box trolls. No, the box trolls was one of the best <laughs> jokes of all time. We did this whole thing about the movie Box Trolls was coming up, and yeah. you told the joke about a little person. No, it's the 1950s, and like, oh, yeah. we're gonna box troll somebody. We box troll them. So when you put a little person in a box, in, in and 
they, they stabbed thing, you in the heart. And your box troll. <laughs> your box oh troll. Yeah, back. Hey, see. who do we got? Hey, my name is Ken. I'm a big hey. fan of the show. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> pit boss. Hey, Ken. Hey, I, I, I just want to say I was there at the beginning when you two clown princes of debauchery <laughs> tried really hard to do a serious show. And then, yeah. uh, I, like you said earlier, uh, this beacon of light walked out of the studio <laughs> named Sarah Stratton. And I'm so glad she was able to try to class you two guys up. I tried. I think work. I failed. Wasn't her fault. Wasn't your fault, Sarah. You're great at what you do. You have two of the biggest, uh, you know, uh, degenerates to work with. But you guys always put on an entertaining show. And I, I know the fans will miss what you three did. And there's more things to come with Popcorn Talk and Box Office Breakdown, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But you guys will always uh, have a special place in the hearts of some uh, really sick people. Uh, absolutely. No, and, you, you, and I told you, when Ken, after me and JT were like midway through the show, I saw Ken's face. I'm like, man, we're in big trouble. <laughs> I go, this is going to be big trouble. Although me and JT thought it, we were like, we just killed it. <laughs> you you just did great. We just destroyed yeah. this whole like, thing. We talking about Stallone for 30 minutes. That was great. Yeah, within, uh, within 10 minutes, Sarah was hired as a new host. <laughs> That quick. I mean, honestly, we, we, hi- we hired her in the parking lot. Yes. If you happen to walk by the studio at that point, you might have been the host of the yeah. show. I just walked yeah. right in. They, could, yeah. they walked out, we're like, oh. They asked somebody, but there was we got a chick- very lucky. Yeah, there, there was a Chick fil A, and they, some worker came out, and Ken's like, You want to do a show? He was delirious. Some guy was doing a pizza, didn't speak English. They're like, You yeah. want to host the show? Yeah, you want to do a show? <laughs> Uh, you know, it was great. Like Ken, having Ken guest host on yeah. the show before. Absolutely. All the people we've had, all the come people in we've had. Yes, Ken. Ace. Ace, yeah, Bob's Mark Ellis, Steven, Cody, Cody oh was Roxy, yeah. yeah, tons of people. I yeah, love little Bobby, everybody. Little, little Bobby is not going to get thank JT's you. JT's Asian friend, <laughs> yeah, Stanley <laughs> from the Stanley. 20, 22 Jump Street. Yeah, we had <laughs> a, a great. Though. I, I, I am a little concerned though, Tom. You had that list of the best boob reveals, and you didn't have anything on paper. You just had that for memory. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I had it. I had he it written. Full list. I have it tattooed he on my wrist. He actually has a twenty. Up I would have put. Really I would have put Demi Moore on there from Indecent Proposal, though. That wasn't a bad. That yeah, a, but she showed him too much. Yeah, but then she did it in strip tease, and you get, you know, you yeah. get uh, oversaturation. Yeah, oversaturation. Uh, See, breast, aren't uh, aren't you going to miss that, Sarah? Oh aren't my you gosh, miss that kind of conversation. <laughs> yeah. Aren't you going to be happy to have some, at least some of your dignity back? You're going to miss these guys. This in the whole show. show but, I've just been sitting know. over here blushing because it's just been boobs, Stallone, and Sean Penn. I mean, the three. What am I supposed to do? Yeah, I'm going to have to find somebody else to harass. We might start a podcast called Three Great Things, and each episode we talk about Sean Penn, Stallone, and Boob. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> we'll call it Three Great Things. That Sean was Penn. my <laughs> idea. So I'll let I'll let some other callers come in. Call in. I know you have some fans. So I just want to say uh, proud of the three of you and the work you did, and, and the fine people at AfterBuzz and Popcorn Talk. I'm glad they. To let you kind of go crazy and make up your crazy game <laughs> and say borderline <laughs> offensive things. Uh, you guys are great, and uh, best of luck in your future endeavors. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks, Ken. Thanks, Ken. You're the best. See you at work, buddy. All right. I think we have time for a See, we got friends in high places, you know? <laughs> Ken, you know. Can you call her? <clears throat> yeah. Do we have a caller on the line? Dewey, dewey, dewey. Dewey, dewey, dewey. Hey, you're on Box House Breakdown. Who do we got? We have no one. This is Cody we have Hall. This Someone is calling just They're too emotional to talk. They're too emotional. They couldn't yeah, say goodbye to us. Some people might be crying. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a sign for us to kind of No, I mean, we had, you know, off. somebody won a Kennedy, Kennedy the, uh, you know, special tiger shirt from me. That's right. Um, yeah. We've sent out Blu-rays. We've yep. sent out 
fun stuff. I mean, as much as we can, we're on a limited budget here, obviously. <laughs> of course. Um, you know. Uh, Sarah, remember what was the billion dollar? What was the question where you said you wanted to like own Antarctica? I, I still, if yeah. I could, I if I could just like get a wish granted, I would just own Antarctica. That was an interesting one. My, and build, yeah. like, a, a Game of Thrones set. Yeah. And you then know, and that booty though set. shirt that Sarah put on and Roxy put it on. Yes. Um, Roxy stole it from me for a long time. I yeah, just want right. to say, Sarah, you're the prettiest girl I've ever worked with. <laughs> And, Aww. you know, looking over, uh, you know, to my right um, has been a joy for the last two years. <laughs> Thank you very much. You're not too bad. You're not too bad either, JT. Uh, thanks. Still, I mean, JT, who's really talking my about you. Yeah, 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 no, you know. <laughs> you know. So yeah. That, yeah, that's man. that with that. But, yeah, I mean, it was a lot of fun times. Mm -hmm. and. I think we brought a lot of fun to people and, you know, kept us smile. This is like my face. dose of laughter for the week. I can I always know. count on, like, some Just, good laughs for yeah. laughter and during. We'll, we'll have some late night conversations. We're, I'll make mm -hmm. you laugh. I will do everything I can to make sure we still do stuff on the side. I don't know where. Yeah. But I, <laughs> I, will, I will make sure. We can't, we're not very consistent. This will not be the last time you see all three of us in some form of format. Yeah. We'll get together and do things just because we like hanging out with each other. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Whether it's, yeah. like, well, shooting, you know, uh, <laughs> Your show or coming on Schmoes or whatever the case may be. Whatever it could be. You know. So if you guys came to Popcorn Talk Network to watch mm -hmm. us here at Box Office Breakdown, please stick around because there are going to be other hosts carrying on the legacy mm -hmm. of this show. I already know they're going to be great because all the other Popcorn Talk shows do have fantastic hosts. From DC Movie mm -hmm. News to Marvel to... We've met so many friends here, and mm -hmm. I really recommend looking up their shows, looking up After Buzz TV, BHL, um... I don't even know how to say goodbye. But you can still find us, or mostly them, on Twitter. Screw it. Uh, we're going to do a 24 hour show. We're not going yeah, anywhere. We're not going anywhere. <laughs> we're just going to do 24 hours. We're going to shoot it live. We're not leaving. We're going to shoot it live. Um, yeah, yeah so. it's been a pleasure. Yeah. Um, the memories will never be forgotten, and uh, I can't wait to see what we do in the future. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It ain't over. To the fat lady sings. Can or somebody one, else get, wears a that booty shirt. Can we get one more poof? Uh, poof. <laughs> Keep watching those now. You watch those numbers. <laughs> From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.